Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Anderson gives it away to Arvidsson. He sweeps out one of the corner. Deneau sends it up top. Here's Walker scores! Sean Walker lets it go, his third of the year, and it is an L.A. 3-0 lead late in the second period. That was the first of two goals that were came in the late stages of the second period. That one from Walker ends up being the game winner, and it's our play of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. 5-2 the final, Kings beat the Sabres, Buffalo will Next play on Wednesday in Anaheim as their California trip continues, and we welcome you here to the postgame. I'm Brian Colziel. Uh, a little better in the third. Sabres get goals from Cousins and Krebs after Arvidsson scored early to make it a 5-2 to two final, but uh, the Kings pretty much uh, took things over in the second period, outscoring Buffalo 4 to nothing. We'll get you a few more highlights coming up, update you on the standings, but let's get Paul Hamilton in here to lead things off. Paul, I know after two, we discussed uh, how the Sabres obviously uh, probably were not going to win this one with a 4 nothing deficit. You asked them to at least win a period. Um, what do you make of the third? Uh, and I know the lines kind of seem to go back to normal at that point as well. Kind of. Two lines kinda. did, yes. and uh, you know, the other ones didn't. Uh, but uh, one of the ones that didn't got the first goal, and I think mission accomplished. I thought they had a good third period. I, they competed which I didn't think they did in the first 40 minutes very well, especially in the second period. I would say basically the second period where you give up four goals, and that's where you lose the game. I mean, Buffalo did outshoot them 24 to, or 29 to 28 on the game, but you know they, it's, what gets you two points in the game is not how many shots you have, it's how many goals you have. Sometimes people get too lost in the shots and not, not thinking about the goals. And, uh, you know, they just it, – it's something that I haven't seen them do since the beginning of last year, which they did it constantly. They'd give up one, and next thing, three were in the net. And it was like three in three minutes. I haven't seen them do that in a while. Now they've done it in two straight games. Uh, it was just a mad panic in the second period. And they stopped working, and they were losing battles, and four goals are in the net before you're done. And now, now you're on to Anaheim. So, but I think they can probably hang their hat a little bit on that third period if they want to move forward with any type of positive at all. I thought they were getting pucks to the net. I thought they were getting bodies to the net. I, I thought they were controlling play in the offensive zone. I thought they were winning some battles. Um, this the compete level was just much much better in that third period than in the second. So uh, we'll see if that uh, carries over into the Anaheim game. 
Paul, what do you make of Craig Anderson's night? Uh, 28 shots, 23 saves. Uh, obviously, some of these chances were odd man rushes. Uh, what did you think of the Sabres goaltender performance tonight? Wasn't great. I mean, uh, you know, they're... You know, I know a lot of people are probably going to blame him on that last goal, but what are you going to do? It hits something. I don't know if it hit the glass or the boards or whatever it hit. Next thing you know, it's behind the net, and now it's in front of the net, and now it's it's in your crease, sitting on your left skate. Well, he had no idea where. Nobody knew where the puck was. So all of a sudden, people are like, oh, it's in the crease somewhere, and everybody starts jamming at it. Next thing you know, Arvidsson has a goal. Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get too crazy over that. I, I thought Walker's might have been a screenshot. Um, you know, you know you know how I feel about it. you know you'd like a key save someplace to keep your team in the game, especially when you're giving up a four goal period. So, you know that didn't happen. It wasn't his best night by by any means or stretch of the imagination. But he also didn't have too much help in front of him in that second period. Paul Hamilton here with me, Brian Colsey on the postgame. Kings victorious 5-2. to two. Paul, the excitement of that uh, road trip in January in which they went 3-0-1, uh, the Sabres were able to get as close to within a point of the wild card position. Uh, if you count that wild game, which is which was an OT loss, they're 0-3-1 in their last four. So that's one point out of a possible eight. Well, suddenly... Over the course of the All-Star break and the bye week, the out-of-town scoreboard that they were getting help with has almost been nothing in terms of help. It seems like all the teams around them are winning. The teams that were behind them, like Florida and the Islanders and the Red Wings, are now getting it together. Tonight, there's two more games involving teams that are with the Sabres in the standings. Both the Panthers and the Red Wings win and get two points. So not only is it... uh, the Sabres aren't getting the help elsewhere, but they have only gotten one point in their last four games. So uh, it's a little bit of uh, bad luck on the out-of-town scoreboard, but also self-inflicted wounds, too, because one point in their last four obviously is not going to give them that push they need. Yeah, and in that eight-game losing streak, they got no points. They didn't get even get any loser points out of that, which could make would have made a big difference if you could have just gotten three or four. You know, we're, you're you're having a different conversation right now uh, in, in what you're saying. So, and that's the point I've been making all along on this. And, you know, people have been giving me a hard time about it. But I've been around long enough that I've seen this. And, and, I, and as I told everybody right off the bat, it's not impossible. Even back when, you know, they were way out of it. It's not impossible to come back, but it's very improbable. The St. Louis Blues are the prime example. They were in last place in the NHL in January, and they won the Stanley Cup. It can be done. One of Lindy Ruff's teams did it because they used to try this all the time. You know, have have a horrible record, and after January 1st, be one of the best teams in the NHL. They did get make it to the playoffs once. You, they usually would come up short and when, when they tried that act. And it, it just, you know, it's one of those things that um, it just – it's hard to do because of what you've been describing here. You, all right, you can get really red hot and get yourself back in the race, and you're right there. You're one point out of it. But, you know, then maybe you don't have games for a while, and now the other teams get their chance. And now you're, you're bouncing up and bouncing down, bouncing up and bouncing down because you have too many teams around you. You know, when, when this first started and we started talking about it, there were five teams ahead of the Sabres. 
I believe there were nine points back at the time. And it's like, it's not the nine points that's bothersome. If, if they were in ninth and, and the other team was in eighth, that's not the, big, that's not the biggest of deals, especially that early in the season. It's the five teams around them that aren't just going to constantly keep losing. And somehow a lot of people have this impression that the Sabres should win every game. Not going to happen. They're going to have stretches like we're, they're experiencing right now. It, it's just it's an 82-game season. You're not going to be perfect in all 82 games. It's how quickly do you get yourself out of it. But, the, you know, that's the thing. You, you just get yourself back up there. And it's, all right, well, you got five games in hand. Well, you got four games in hand. Well, you got three games in hand. But you haven't gained any ground because right now you're losing. I mean, the games in hand aren't any good if you don't win them you know, and don't pick any points up in them. So that's the problem with the whole thing. It's not impossible, but it's so hard. It's so improbable to try to overcome all that with so many teams around you. And some get hot, some get cold. You know, again, they're not going to win every game. So, you know, they they, they still have those games in hand. They got to get better at home, you know, so it's all not lost. That's not what I'm saying, but it's still going to be awfully difficult because what you're saying, Brian, you always don't get help on the out-of-town scoreboard. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you can take care of your business and go on streaks where you win, uh, get seven out of eight points on the road or get a nice, they had a real nice streak going after the eight-game losing streak. Uh, That's what helped them get enough points to get back into it again. So it's probably more of that on the way, too, at some point. But, you know, some losing is going to be on the way also, and it just makes it so very difficult. Yep, I would agree. Paul, thank you for your work tonight. We'll chat Wednesday when the Sabres are in Anaheim. All right, sounds good. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton here on the postgame. 5-2, Kings victorious. Yeah, the standings update now. Sabres still with 56 points, as are the Red Wings, 56 points after their win tonight in Vancouver, both with 52 games played. Uh, then in front of Buffalo, before you even get to the two wildcard teams, are the Islanders and the Panthers, who have four more points, 60 games played. But I'm sorry, 60 points. But both have played four more games. Points percentage-wise, the Sabres are barely ahead of both of them. Then you have the Penguins with 61 points and the Capitals with 62. Penguins and Sabres have played the same number of games, and Buffalo's five points back. So, yeah, this three-game losing streak, officially, I guess, four if you want to count the OT loss, they're 0-3-1, uh, has now caught up to Buffalo in the standings. A lot more teams now in the uh, crux of that wild card race that you're going to have to deal with. And the out-of-town scoreboard, you went 0-2 tonight there, along with losing your game. So it was like an 0-3 night overall. 5-2 to two is the final. Uh, final stats here. Uh, let's look at the final shots. 29-28, Buffalo. Uh, the special teams was not good. Sabres, 1-5 of five on the power play, but they give up a shorthanded goal. Kings, Two of three. Final stats brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. The winning goaltender is Phoenix Cupley. He makes 27 saves. Craig Anderson, the loss, 23 saves. Your three stars, of course, all from the home team. Walker, excuse me, Sean Walker, game-winning goal, star number three. Philip Denote with a couple of assists, star number two. And Victor Arvidsson, he had a goal and two assists. He is star number one. Victor Arvidsson's our electric player of the game tonight, brought to you by the Town Auto Group. For an electrifying performance, check out Town Auto Group's lineup of EVs. The attendance, 17,025 at Crypto.com Arena. 
And uh, the Sabres will be on their way to Anaheim, take on the Ducks. That'll be Wednesday night, 10 p.m., pregame at 9. You'll hear it right here on the Sabres radio network. Okay, we'll take a timeout. More postgame coming up in a moment, but we want to say goodnight to all of our local affiliates at this time. We'll talk to you Wednesday with the Sabres and the Ducks. And for all of you on WGR, more postgame on the way next. 5-2, Kings win it. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Back here on the postgame, 125 in the morning. Thank you for being with us here if you stayed up late. Sabres have now lost four in a row, 0-3-1. They fall in L.A., 5-2. Brian Colsey with you here as uh, Buffalo Falls. The uh, the game winner earlier, you heard it from uh, uh, Sean Walker, made it a 3 to nothing score. Phoenix Copley made some really nice saves, I thought, when the game was still uh, obviously a game at that point. Um, probably maybe, you know, one of the bigger saves from Copley came, uh, on a play where Jack Quinn went to the net after it was a one, nothing LA lead. Uh, and then Asplund was there to follow it up. Two good saves. I thought back to back for Copley who uh, ends up in this game, making 27 saves, but that sequence right there, those opportunities will make those the saves of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily. All right. Injury report. Well, the good news, at least there, still nothing to report. Buffalo, relatively healthy, and all the players tonight scratched. Paterka, Bryson, Lukanen, all healthy scratches. Injury report brought to you by Lucy and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Let's finish up now with our first response from the fans, and it's brought to you by ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. ServPro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. You can send me your thoughts after each and every game on Twitter at BrianWGR. All right, let's uh, look at a couple of tweets here. James writing in saying, just a terrible start. Special teams, a big mess right now. Trying not to get down on the way this team is going, but definitely not trending in the right direction. I think that's pretty well said as well, James. Uh, Mike chiming in. Power play has to be fixed. Hopefully that's Granado's number one priority. It is losing us games right now. I would also agree with that as well. Uh, the power play was so good to start the season. Thompson, you know, was a beast on it. Cousins, when he was moved to it there, kind of, you know, third, third of the way through the season, it really, I thought, added another layer to it. Um, they at times have thrown Olofsson back on that unit to try to get, you know, the one-timers, but... Man, it seems as though if that's not going well for them, setting up for the one-time shot, they just don't seem to know what to do. Darlene's creativity, I think, is being stymied a little by a very, very aggressive penalty kill against Buffalo, which I think is what I would do if I was coaching against the Sabres power play. Be very, very aggressive at the, the blue line area. Not allow Darlene to maybe do and work some of his magic, which includes getting shots on the net, which I thought he obviously did well on, going to the net and setting up you know, the wings players, uh, the the two forwards on the wings for those one-timer opportunities. Uh, I think if you can make it frustrating for Darlene up top, I think the Sabre power play tends to be very disjointed. So uh, we'll see if that gets any better going into the Ducks game. And that's when we'll speak with you next here. Wednesday, 9 p.m., we'll have the, uh, the pregame show, and then 10 p.m., Dan and Rob will have the play-by-play course uh pat malacar will be in anaheim for the game paul hamilton will be with me along the way and uh, we hope that you'll be with us here on the buffalo Sabers radio network and with that we're going to uh put a wrap here on the post game show want to thank our crew we mentioned pat malacar in los angeles paul hamilton our reporter 
Kyle Powell, our network producer. Tom Matty is our engineer. And for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray, I'm Brian Colziel. Thank you for listening. Again, the final from L.A. It was the Kings 5 and the Sabres 2. Have a good rest of your evening, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Sabres and the Ducks right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.